1: in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey
2: welcome back folks rafael goyanichi president metropolitan crime commission joins us as he does all uh, every monday in the 11 o'clock hour and we appreciate same. rafi welcome to the show
3: hey welcome back how was your hunting trip
2: it was good. Uh, didn't get a chance to uh, bag anything, but it was uh, fun nonetheless. Had a great time. Very good. Good. us uh, we talked about this last year during the Mardi Gras season, the trials and tribulations of staffing. Obviously, uh, we're in not much better shape this year and still need the, um, the staffing um, that uh, was provided last year. But in the aftermath of last year, a lot of uh, things uh, began to unwind about how this whole thing was processed. And the OIG issues another letter talking about how folks with the Orleans Parish Criminal Sheriff's Office was act- were actually paid. Tell us about it.
3: So what we thought was a bad situation that we thought we dealt with last year, we're finding out that there was more to the story than we initially knew. So just by way of a refresher course uh, to your audience, so last year the city of New Orleans entered into a cooperative endeavor agreement with the Orleans Parish Sheriff's Office for the Orleans Parish Sheriff to secure her deputies as well as deputies from law enforcement agencies from around the region to come in to assist New Orleans with security during Mardi Gras. So the city of New Orleans executed a cooperative endeavor agreement with the Orleans Parish Sheriff's Office, and the city committed up to $950,000 to pay for the additional security from outside agencies, including the Orleans Parish Sheriff's Office. So last week, the Orleans Parish Inspector General's Office issued a letter to the city of New Orleans and to Gilbert Montano, the uh, chief financial officer for the city of New Orleans, alerting uh, the city that during the course and scope of an audit that the IG's office was conducting of the sheriff's office, they determined that during last Mardi Gras, the Orleans Parish Sheriff's Office overpaid deputies by Uh, basing overtime rate not on flat hours worked, as the law requires, but on premium pay. So according to the Federal uh, Fair Labor Standards Act, state law, and the Cooperative Endeavor Agreement, overtime is supposed to be calculated based on what the officer's regular rate of pay is. Uh, what the Inspector General's office is alleging, that during the course and scope of their audit, they determined that the Sheriff's office may have overpaid by substantial sums of money the deputies that work during Mardi Gras by basing their overtime rate on premium pay. So either you pay someone premium pay or you pay them overtime. And what the inspector general's office is alleging is that the sheriff's office based the overtime pay on premium pay. You have to choose one or the other, either flat rate and overtime or premium pay. But the inspector general's office saying that they've documented that the sheriff's office based overtime plus premium pay. Uh, So that resulted in some deputies being paid over $100 an hour, which exceeds what, you know, federal law, state law, and the agreement that the uh, city executed with the sheriff's office. So that letter was an extraordinary measure for the inspector general's office to take because they haven't completed their audit. So they elected to take the extraordinary step of issuing a cautionary letter to the city of New Orleans because Mardi Gras is knocking on the door in 2024. And it had been publicized that the sheriff was going to be handling uh, the uh, additional security in the same manner that she did the year before. So the inspector general didn't want to see history repeat itself, so they alerted the city to what they have found and the new cooperative endeavor agreement for 24 uh, also uh, i think incorporates some of the recommendations of the inspector general's office to prevent uh for overpayments to occur in 2024. we don't know exactly at this point in time how much money was overpaid but the inspector general's office didn't want the city to be exposed to overpaying for a second Mardi Gras season. That's why they took the extraordinary step of issuing uh, that letter last week, alerting the city what happened in 2023 uh, with an eye towards uh, reducing the potential for that mistake being carried forward into the 2024 Mardi Gras season. So let's put this
2: in context. If their base pay was about $40,000... Um, You divide that by 2080, you're going to get a a flat rate of about just under $20 an hour. So let's just round it off for um, argument's sake. Overtime would be paid then at time and a half, which would be about $30 an hour. So the amount of money that they made on overtime is three times what they would typically make on their regular hours. That number of that they'd make an overtime of roughly $30 an hour is $20 an hour less than what the premium pay base level is at $50 an hour that they're right. going to be paid. Now, whether or not this is legal or illegal or not, or otherwise, when does one realize that the optics read the room that getting $100 an hour just is not right. <laughs> I mean it just you know that far exceeds any amount of money that NOPD would ever make, uh, during Mardi Gras or Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office or any other agency that's work- working Mardi Gras in their respective parishes. Not on your life will you ever make a hundred dollars an hour.
3: Well, I agree, and that's why the Inspector General's office uh Uh, took the extraordinary measure of issuing this letter before they completed their audit just to reduce the potential for seeing the same mistake carried forward into 2024 because it's been essentially been confirmed that the sheriff is going to be serving uh, and executing a new cooperative endeavor agreement. And the inspector general that wants to prevent waste uh, once issued this letter in, in, in an effort to reduce the waste that occurred last year. As we pointed out, we thought that the limits of the, the waste that we knew about until this letter was issued was confined to the hotel rooms That the sheriff decided was a prudent expenditure of funds, not for all the deputies that worked last Mardi Gras, but just for some of her elite, high-ranking deputies at a French Quarter hotel. And uh, what we found out was that was initially $30,000. The Cooperative Endeavor Agreement with the city of New Orleans uh, said that the city would only pay for hotel accommodations for deputies that were coming in from outside agencies, outside of uh, 35 miles from the city of New Orleans. So even with that, uh, the media documented that about $18,000 worth of those $30,000 of hotel rooms that were paid for by the sheriff's office went totally unused. Uh, last year. And we thought that that was the extent of the story. And just based on that, the city council this year in appropriating funding for the sheriff's office did not agree to the uh, funding increases that the sheriff's office requested for 2024. Just based on some of the you know mistakes that were made and the waste that occurred with the respect to the hotel rooms now we're finding out that that did not uh, was not limited to just wasteful conduct and a violation of the consent decree I'm sorry the uh, cooperative endeavor agreement uh, for hotel rooms but also for overtime pay for deputies that were paid in 2023.
2: Then you add to this, Rafi, the fact that you have a city agency, the Sheriff's Office there, who shares concurrent jurisdiction with the NOPD. They can make any arrest that any NOPD officer can make within the confines of the parish of Orleans, the city of New Orleans. Why would they be entitled to the premium pay in the first instance? The whole premium pay thing was to lure Outside agencies outside of the city uh, that's working, you know, uh, inside the city for the purposes of providing the additional security. Right. I I mean, I I don't get that. I mean, if you don't believe in your own city, if you don't believe in the mission of your own city, if you don't believe in Mardi Gras, and, you know, and you're not willing to, to have your men and women, and she said it in her statement, the sheriff that is, Susan Hudson, OPSO assigned OPSO personnel to work the parade during their normal work hours as opposed to a voluntary off-duty assignment. Well that that would imply that you've made the commitment. Normal work mm-hmm. hours, they're paid their normal rate of pay and, and they have their normal rate of overtime. I don't I don't understand. I mean, she's a master at defending the indefensible, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it it just doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, they so what she's saying is that they have to lure her officers and they get to make a hundred dollars an hour uh, when in overtime status when nobody else gets to do that. This is her city. These are her constituents. They don't belong to all the other agencies that come
3: to this city. I mean, this is craziness. Right, right. Uh, I mean, I agree, uh, and I cannot begin to explain this. I think what this shows is that, you know, the sheriff, while well-intentioned, uh, is still learning the responsibilities of that office, still Uh, understanding some of the fundamentals of how to operate an agency like that. And while she's intelligent and, I believe, well-intentioned, she has not surrounded herself with people that are uh, capable of leading the organization, may not uh, have a working knowledge of the do's and don'ts of operating a sheriff's office. So I don't believe for a second that... And this isn't a justification. I don't think for a second that if the sheriff knew what she knows today, if she knew last year, it would not have happened. But I'm also concerned by the fact that once you've been shown that you've made a mistake, that you won't acknowledge it and say, look, I made a mistake. It's not going to happen again. Instead, the sheriff is saying that she made no mistake. She's unapologetic, and she doesn't acknowledge that she made a mistake. So that's why the inspector general did what he did in issuing this letter to make sure that the city of New Orleans doesn't overpay again for 2024 Mardi Gras security. And think about it for a second. The deputies that were paid in excess of what the law allows, theoretically, they could be asked to, since this was you know, a violation of law to repay that money. Those deputies have spent that money. That money sure. is gone. They didn't do anything wrong. And now the deputies uh, are being told that they're not going to get the same rate of pay that they got last year. What do you think that does to the morale of, of course. the sheriff's office, those deputies over there? This is very, very careless.
2: But, I see, yes. I'm a little bit more suspect than you because— In this release, she says, for political purposes, the OIG at every turn has attempted to undermine the hard work of the OPSO staff who went above and beyond to support the city when called upon. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. Does the OIG run for public office?
3: Of course not. Of course not. Whose politics
2: is the OIG serving? You know, let's, let's be honest. Most of the elected officials, they don't like the OIG. <laughs> so, I mean, who? so whose political
3: purposes is the OIG serving? <laughs> well, he's not. So that goes to the point that I made. I believe that, look, if you've been shown that you made a mistake, you own that mistake, and you step up and acknowledge it, and you... You know, thank the individual for informing you and educating you that you made a mistake, and you pledge not to repeat that mistake. And the sheriff is not doing that. I believe that what, she, you know, what she's learned now, she's not going to pay overtime based on premium pay in 2024, but she didn't know that. And the people that she uh, uh, delegated that to didn't know that. And I think that uh, the fact that the sheriff won't acknowledge it uh, places her and the agency in an uh, unfavorable light, both with respect to the public and more importantly, or just as importantly, uh, with the city of New Orleans that's responsible for funding that agency. When she, so when she asks for additional funds to perform her responsibilities, there's going to, those requests are going to be met with a great deal of skepticism by the city council uh, that is responsible for funding the request of various agencies like the Orleans Parish Sheriff's Office.
2: She's the one that's actually being political, Sheriff Susan Hudson, because the position that she's taken is typically what you see in politics. You deflect, you deny. You evade and then you counterattack. And when you release yep. when you read this release, that's exactly what she did. Yep. But it's it's a bigger problem than did you know? You have to have the desire to want to know. Mm-hmm. And there's some things that on its face just don't seem right. When you offer premium pay It doesn't seem right that you would give time and a half on top of premium pay. Premium pay, as you well know, is only allowed in extraordinary circumstances, right? Yes. Public safety is one of those circumstances that is about the easiest to be able to qualify but that's taken into consideration the nature of what you're doing and everything else in the whole nine yards but it, you you it would when you when you would pay overtime on top of $50 an hour that's basically $20 an hour over your overtime pay rate as as the base rate look you don't have to run a payroll division to understand i mean you put that scenario in front of 25 people, Rafi, and what do you think people are going to tell you?
3: Can't do it. Can't, Can't do it. it. Don't, don't do it.
2: Don't do it. So I, I don't buy into the, you know, she didn't know. you got to want to know.
3: You know, yeah. and when you're
2: looking at this, you, when you're looking at this, if you don't go and do the due diligence on all of this to make it sacrosanct, to get it right, you just simply don't care because it's happening over and over and over again in their short period of time of being in office. I mean how many other examples can we point to, right? Yep.
3: You gotta and wanna she's, know. She's yet to acknowledge that it was uh, poor judgment to uh, rent the hotel rooms during last yeah. Mardi Gras. Yeah. So.
2: You got you, you gotta wanna know. We'll be right back. We're visiting with Raphael Goinecci, president of the Metropolitan Crime Commission. Stay with us folks.
1: Okay, picture this.